Marjorie, do you know if my ten o'clock canceled or if she's just running late? Astrid looked up at the wooden clock on the wall above the fountain as she dropped the towering stack of manila folders onto her desk. No, Miss Rogers, she hasn't called. Would you like me to call her now and find out? No, thanks, Marjorie. I'll just wait and see. Her appointment book was full, and the last thing Astrid Rogers needed was to be thrown behind at ten o'clock in the morning by a self-proclaimed psychic. Nevertheless, she had decided that she would risk it and wait, rather than be caught in an endless conversation with Claire. It was difficult enough to decode her emotions in person, much less on the phone. She seemed to change by the minute, and after that last session, Astrid didn't want to call any unnecessary attention from her or have any conversations that could possibly signal an invitation for Claire to pry any further into her personal life than she already had. It was one thing to have the ability to see into someone's past, or future, but it is rude when you do it unbidden, and with Astrid, it was definitely unbidden. She did not want anyone, including herself, delving into her little trunk of unknowns. The front door of Astrid's practice flung open at exactly 10.27 a.m., and in sauntered Miss Clare. Well, that was what Clare's own clientele were prompted to call her when they came to have their fortunes read or their cards drawn. Clare looked exuberant in her long, flowing, rainbow chemise and black yoga pants. Around her neck, she wore the most divine pendant, it was a rather unique cameo in a faded rose color that looked like it may have been from the 18th century. Dangling around both her plump wrists were bangles of every color and metal known to man. They clanked precariously with each unsteady step she took towards the desk. She carted a huge brown Mongolian-style slouch bag that weighed her down on one side. Her unbalanced gait only added to the perception of her shortness. She was only about five foot one. Her waist was thick but shapely, her figure very full but firm, and her hair was a dazzling shade of deep fiery red. It hung easily over her shoulders in big long ringlets and draped gracefully down to the middle of her back. Her eyes were a breathtaking shade of emerald green, almost an ice green, that pierced your very soul when she locked you into a gaze, which she often did. The rings on her fingers were large and gaudy, they were mostly oddly shaped stones, polished and set into silver. A few of them were solid silver bands that had symbols etched into them. She wore one upon each finger of both hands. Good morning, Marjorie. You look divine, love. I'm so sorry I'm late. I had an appointment that ran over on me this morning, and I didn't take time to phone. I hope Astrid can still fit me in. Oh, yes, of course. She's waiting for you. Just let me tell her you're here. Go ahead and sign in. Claire's long, bony fingers fondled the pen. They stood out in stark contrast to her plump features as she signed in at the desk. Before she could take a seat, Marjorie stepped back into the reception room and led her down the hallway to Astrid's office. I'm so sorry, Astrid. I was telling Marjorie that I'm late because I had a client run over and... Astrid gently patted her shoulder. That's okay, Claire, she interrupted sweetly. Don't give it another thought. Please, have a seat. Would you like some hot tea? Oh, yes, that'd be wonderful. Claire answered, dropping her satchel by the edge of the sofa as she plopped down onto the thick black upholstery. After handing her the steaming cup, Astrid sat down and opened her tablet. 
She read quickly over the notes from their last session. As Claire quietly sipped her tea, her eyes were scanning the words in the file as her mind raced backwards in time, reliving Claire's sudden outburst during their last appointment. The words Claire had blurted out to her still rang loudly in her ears. Why are you so afraid of remembering the truth? It felt as if needles were shooting throughout all of her extremities as she heard Claire's words. Your family wants you to know the truth, especially your mother, Astrid. She's still here. You can't block it out forever. Astrid's heart had choked into her throat as she had tried to maintain her composure for the last of that session and for her client. She hadn't responded to Claire's words, not verbally anyway. She had been careful to sweetly acknowledge them without leaving an opening for further discussion. She was certain, however, that her body language had recited a novel, revealing the turbulence inside her at that moment. 